podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome once again to another match day edition of the Leeds That Podcast. I'm I'm Paul, and I'm joined by Andy. Hey, up. And James. Hello. And we're here to discuss our first fixture of our return to the Premier League. Bueno. It's champions versus champions. We're away to Liverpool. And today, before the game, we'll be running through our head-to-head stats against Liverpool, our plans for the game, the team news, what they're saying on the Liverpool forums. We'll have a big chat about the uh, referees record. We'll do predictions. And then we'll finally have a word before the game. But before that, James has sourced us a little treat that I've... James, you tell us about it. I don't want to steal your thunder. So a real big thank you to the Orchestra of Opera North. They recorded this special, special piece and they have given us an exclusive to play it. So uh, thank you very much and turn your headphones up, turn your car stereo, whatever you're listening to this on, you'll love this. Let's not speak, let's just play it. This is rousing it.
Ready for war. Ready for war. We're going to win the bloody thing. The whole thing. The full league. And and the Champions League, even though we're not in it. Well, if we, we if we win today, that means we're technically champions of champions, aren't we? It, I suppose it does. So do we need like some sort of European Super Cup for that or something? Or? We are champions, champions of champions. I'll tell you what then. Head-to-head record against Liverpool. I don't. Played them a lot of times. We've won 28 games. Drawn 30. Lost 59. Pardon? Uh, lost 59. Last time out against Liverpool was League Cup fixture when we lost 2-0. We should have won that game. Adi Sacco was incredible. He was good in that game, actually. And I'll tell you what, that was before Roof had even scored for the club. But do you remember him coming on in that game? Yeah. And, and he, he had a right shot that rattled the post, didn't he? We should have beaten him that day. We should have done. But we didn't. Well, only Liam Cooper and Stuart Dallas started the game with Ailings and Phillips on the bench. And that's a lot. Ailings, which won both of them? We're back. I've got a good stat for you, actually, as well. Oh, go on. Liverpool have played newly promoted sides 83 times. How many have they lost? Three. Why have they played an odd number? Who knows? Do you mean on the first game? No, what, just Liverpool have played years. promoted sides in the Premier League 83 times, losing just... Three. 82. Six. Oh. Most recent was on October the 3rd, 2010, against Blackpool. Who scored for Blackpool? Luke Varney. Correct. Wow. LUFC stats for that one. So plans for the game. We've got quite an exciting plan for the game, Andy. Yeah, we're going to babysit my children. I mean... He's not lying. You know, if someone said to me 16 years ago, we dropped out of Premier League, it's going to be 16 years till you're back. It's going to be massive. You can't go to the game. You can't even watch it. Well, you could watch in the pub, couldn't you? Scrap that bit. Yeah, but at least you we're allowed to be a group of more than six today. I know, but it's a damp squib, isn't it? However excited I am for this, if someone said to me that on the on the morning of the sixteen year wait, you'll wake up, then you'll make fairy cakes with your children, then go play in a castle, then only open a beer an hour before kickoff, and then still have to keep an eye on the children. I, I love my kids, but come on, this this feels big. I want to go wild. Sixteen years ago, would you imagine to? F- Having children at all? No. Valid. Andy, tell us the plans. So we're going to watch the game. Where? At my house. Where are we now? Talk about that just a little bit. We're in my, uh, in my man cave. Slash. Studio. Sounds nice, doesn't it? That was a bit creepy, that studio, though, wasn't it? Where you are that? creepy. <laughs> yeah, we've, uh, we've got a nice, shiny new studio. We can't we? give away the location because there's some decent Leeds merch in here. You call me decent Leeds merch? <laughs> no, I think these are looking like they're uh, in for the next prize draw. Absolutely not. The best thing is our, all our podcast gear is sat on this lovely table. We'll have to put it. Can I put it on in, on Instagram and Twitter and stuff? Of course oh. you can, yeah. Good, thank you. But there's a beautiful, beautiful Champions League shirt, and it's signed by who? David Batty. Oh. What does it say, though, guys? Is it- Andy, stop pestering me. <laughs> Stay away from me. Leave me alone. I can see you at the hedge. You got the words wrong, guys. It's to Andy. You're the greatest, David Batty. He doesn't think I'm the greatest David Batty because he's the greatest David Batty, but he signed it David Batty. Take a picture of his Corinthian figures as well. See how many uh, future prize draws we've got. None. We've got about eight seasons worth there. Incorrect. But yeah, it's a nice little spot, isn't it? Well, guys, we're within an hour of kickoff and the team news is in for our return to the Premier League. Say that again, sorry. The team news is in for our return to the Premier League. Just one more time. Today's Leeds United team to play Liverpool away at Anfield on the opening day of the (laughs) 2020-2021 season. In what? In what? In what? Come on. In football. In what? In the pra pra pra? 
I said it so many times. In the Premier League. Oh, it sounds so nice. You could say that all day. I don't think I'd get bored of it. Would you, James? No, not at all. I've been listening to... Sorry, Paul. We've completely uh, hijacked this, but I've been listening to the radio on the way here and all morning, Talk Sport and a bit of um, Five Live. And just hearing them all talk excitedly about Leeds all the time is just awesome. It's so good. I want them to start hating us again, though. Oh, TalkSpot yeah. do. Oh, they think definitely. We'll, they've, they've, they just keep bringing people in. Jamie but, O'Hara, Adrian Durham, I think we're going down. There's too much piping going on still, though. The thing that I love about it all, though, is that, though, that, that you still get hate mixed in with it all. I've seen it on social media replies to Leeds' Twitter account. It's brilliant. Like, we are literally pissing everyone off. It's amazing by just being here. Yeah, but the whole the whole presence of, of Leeds, I know, I know people talk about the arrogance of Leeds fans, but it elevates the status of the entire division. We've got a, a WhatsApp group for a bunch <laughs> of lads who play football, and we've played football since year dot on a Monday night, and it's normally just teams. Someone put a fantasy thing in today and we had a massive discussion about the Premier League because Leeds are back and no one's had a discussion about anything in that group ever other than whether or not we're allowed to play due to coronavirus. Some weird messages that go in there every now and then as well, though. Because they're listening to this. Right, go uh, on. There then. is one yeah, of them listens. Actually. Yeah, it's true. One of our... You know who and you are. And he's a... Oh, we can't say that. That upsets him. Go on. The one listener we have from the group, he's mm-hmm. a scum fan. Oh, that Craig fella. Don't Craig. name drop him. Why he thinks I'm great. Hey, up, Craig. <laughs> How's it going, pal? <laughs> Team news is in. Can we guess it? Go for it. Melier. Yes. Aileen. Yes. Strike. Yes. Cock. Yes. Then I was calling you it. Dallas. Yes. Phillips. Yes. Hernandez. Yes. Click. Yes. Harrison. Yes. Bam, 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 Bamford. Yes. Costa. No. Ah. Oh. Yeah, it is Costa. Hey! Uh, yeah, the big notable absentee there is uh, Lib Cooper, who must have picked up a knock on international duty. Do we know any more about that? No, but strike cock sounds a bit dubious, doesn't it? Sounds like... Sounds like a special move. Wait, yeah, it sounds like you're completing something that only you do in the comfort of your own studio. Well, we're back down to three subs a game. The drinks breaks have gone. Good. Rodrigo's on the bench. Oh, I've called my fantasy team Rodrigo's, by the way. Also on the bench... Ian, the provider, pervader. Good. Who was very excited about us getting promoted. So he should be. He's he's completed it. He's gone from that tin pot team from a second city, plays purely for a one club city. Jamie Shack, Tyler Roberts, Oliver Casey, Mr. Alioski, and Francisco Casilla. Speaking of Mr. Do you remember Mr. Sitter, Billy Painter? Those days are gone. We're in the Premier League. Boom. Francisco Casilla. That's his name, according to this app, FopMob. Francisco Casillas. Who goes? Not heard of many of this Liverpool team. Salah, Firmino, Mane, Cater, Henderson, Wijnaldum, Alexander Arnold, Gomez, Van Dijk, Robertson, Alisson, Becker. They've any got, of them any decent? Well, they've got too many players there. They've had 12. Alisson and Becker. And Alexander Arnold. That's 14. They're cheating. No one that won bloody league last season. Same old Scousers, always cheating. It's back Same on. old Scousers. It's back on, boys. I don't know if you saw it earlier on social media, but Liverpool posted a video of like the rivalry over the years. Did you see that? Nope. Was there subtitles for Scousers? Sorry, Adam Forshaw, if you listen. S- subtitles for us. I liked your tweet earlier, James. Which one? Kick your shell suits out. Shell suits out. <laughs> calm down, calm down. It was a classic Harry Enfield uh, sketch, that wasn't it? Brilliant. So as is tradition, I've been uh, scouring the forum. Scouring. Scouring. He's been scousering. And I've been on re- redandwhitecop.com. Red and white cop. How's that? Don't scouse the Liverpool fans. I was like, oh, what? Won the league. Oh, what? Apples and pears, mate. No, I'm not I'm not having that. You're not? No. I'm 
I firmly believe that the majority of them are in Liverpool. If anyone's listening, please go send a Liverpool shirt to Paul Morrison. I think you've got to give credit where credit's due. I know, I just like to, mate, I'm just trying to spark rivals with flipping neck. But I also like taking away credit when it's not due. Go on then. So this guy put, as some of you will know, I like my history. And although there has been a long gap since we last played Leeds, I couldn't find any fixtures since they were last relegated. Don't like his history then, does he? Because we've played them twice since then. I'm just glad I've got some plastic sheets on the floor of the new studio because you just sprayed everywhere with that scouse. It's anyway, that's quick cereal. Another guy's a new season. Proper football is back. And it's mighty Reds versus dirty Leeds. You look really aggressive when you're doing scouse. Expecting a good game. I like it. But we'll be just too good and too slick for him. Slick? Machine like laced with caffeine and all that. <laughs> 2 0 to mighty Reds. Will you please say Matthias Click in a Scouse accent? Matthias Click. <laughs> there you were better before. Click. When you said Schlick. Schlick, Click. Click, Click, Schlick. Schlick. Yeah, nice. But again, there was a lot of the general sort of a bit of piping, a bit of we'll guard the back, a bit of the league's going to be better with them. And what then, does piping mean? It means when you give people a lot of credit for their abilities. Was there a lot of worry on that forum about their own team? The worry that Liverpool fans have got is that they haven't signed anybody. But they oh. equally no, but they equally but they equally believe that they're the best team in the world. So do you need to sign anyone when you're the best team in the world? Well that's the thing, isn't it? It's what is the cost of keeping players? I imagine they've signed a lot of big contracts within with players that are already at the club, so in effect they have signed players. Peter Crouch was big when he was there, wasn't he? Very tall. Andy. Yes. I've had a little look to see what your mate El Loco Joe's been saying. Oh, Joe. I love Joe Bedford. It's been a while. If you thought that Joe Bedford's knowledge of refereeing stopped at championship level, it does not. She knows her stuff about elite level referees. Do you? And guess who it is? Um, Bobby Madley. Is he still there? Tell you what, it comes no bigger than this. And Uriah, I David Ellery. Uriah, David Ellery. Uriah Rennie. I wish it was Uriah Rennie. What's that one who looked like, that ginger one who was that? Paul Durkin. Is that him? <laughs> I think so. He looked like he should be like a, a geography teacher. Well, we start the campaign with Northumberland referee Michael Oliver. Again, two names, don't White. trust him. Don't trust him already. Newcastle supporter Oliver has only ever refed seven times in the past. Three championship games, two League One and two FA Cup. So he's clearly risen through the ranks. Basically, he's refed seven games for, seven games for us, won three, drawed two, or lost two. Given us three penalties and none against. But the Liverpool stats, which shows that he possibly kind of reft a bit of us on his way to the top, is that he's he's reft them 44 times. They've won 23, drawn 13, and lost eight. Can you say risen through the ranks in a Scouse accent? Risen through the ranks. Oh, yeah, so you can. The most interesting note that I found out of Joe's little... Uh, I wish people could see you talking in your scouts. He, talk, he's, he looks so passionate. It looks dangerous too, he does. doesn't he? He does. Thank you, Joe, for all your research. But you've had to find out something new. Oh, what's she had to find out? That? Yeah, the video assistant referee and the additional video assistant referee. Hang on. There's two VAR refs. I'll tell you what, today we've got a referee, Michael Oliver, assistant referee, Stuart Burt, another assistant referee, Simon Bennett, fourth official, Michael Dean, video assistant referee, Paul Tierney, and an additional video assistant referee, Andrew Halliday. Six officiators. Yeah. If they get something wrong, there's something wrong. (laughs) 
Well, on the way here, actually, um, I had heard a VAR decision on the, in the Southampton game and someone had got sent off, but they, and I don't think last season, I might be wrong because I've not watched enough Premier League and VAR football, but he watched it pitch side and he actually rescinded the red card. That's good. What they still can't do is rescind a second yellow. We're down to prediction time, boys. <sighs> actually, let's hear from our, our mate. You spoke to H. Always great to hear from you. Uh, here's a quick message from Hayden Evans before. Thanks to all the guys at least. That is very, very um, I guess I'm one of thousands upon thousands of very excited, happy Leeds United fans at this moment in time. The day has come. Uh, couldn't be a tougher ask, Liverpool away. But I guess it's good to get that out of the way um, early doors. So long as we put up a decent performance, I don't think anybody's really expecting much from us. So in terms of result, so for once, um, you know. We can just get on with it, see where we go, uh, limit our expectations. But uh, I'm sure it's going to be a great game. Uh, unbelievable that we're already boiling piss. Um, you get the O'Hara's. Was he ever a footballer? I don't know. O'Hara talking on uh, talk shite about us getting out of, out of our getting back into our boxes, etc., etc. You've got people talking about us being relegated etc etc so it's fantastic that we're stirring it up a bit you know the Premier League I think was always a bit stagnant without us um, now we're back in it's fantastic to hear everything see everything um, I think it's going to be one hell of a ride to be honest um, personally I think we're talking about you know around that 12th to maybe eighth place something like that if I was to be asked um, but really I think we've just got to go out enjoy ourselves it's just a shame that uh, all of us that have waited that long can't be there to back the boys but we're there in spirit okay hopefully I'll um, I'll be speaking you speaking to you after the game and uh, we'll have we'll have held ourselves up well just as we did at Arsenal away all the best lads cheers He's got a point. Who even is Jamie O'Hara? Jamie O'Hara. Doesn't sound oh, Jamie O'Hara in a Scouse accent. Jamie O'Hara. Oh, good. Maybe you maybe you are a Liverpool fan. Um, thing I like about what Hayden says is people being wound up by us. Yeah, he loves it. He, he, he lives for that. And he, he's good at doing it. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I've seen him with his mates and he can tear chunks. I love him. Hayden's going to be on the podcast very, very soon. We're going to catch up with him. Oh, are we? Yeah, we're going to go see him or he's going to come see us. We don't know yet. Oh, my COVID stuff. Yeah, he said he might, so. Oh, that'd be very handy. Yeah, we'll organise it. Please could you bring some memorabilia, Hayden, if you're listening, because the man cave will not decorate itself. <laughs> and uh, we'll hear from uh, our Hayden after the game, all being well. Our Hayden? It's our Hayden. Do well, we not him? our Hayden, you know what I mean. Our Hayden. Hayden. our Hayden. I won't come here, mate. You're going to get locked in a cupboard and you'll stay here forever. Right, Paul, what's your prediction? Just had a text off the mother-in-law saying, finally come round to the time for this game. I think 3-1 Liverpool. Who does? Your mother-in-law? She does. I didn't She's, ask if your mother-in-law's. She, said, yours, didn't she I? said, hopefully I'm feeling, being pessimistic. I don't it's know. Like, can you I say keep... pessimistic in a Scouse accent? Pessimistic. I'm not sure about that one. It's hard. You know, she... How did they say it? Pessimistic. They can't say pessimistic. It's too long. 2-2. Two, two. You think it's going to be 2-2? Two, two? Desmond, yeah. Think I, or hope? I Both, actually. Like I hope we give a good account of ourselves. I hope we continue where we left off. And I hope that we come with something out of this game because it will then truly show that we're back. If our esteemed colleague Matthew was here and he said, would you take a point? And if you said to him, would you take a point? He'd laugh in your face, wouldn't he? He wouldn't laugh in my face. He'd just uh, be very angry. Yeah, too right. Don't take a draw. 
No, I, I'm not taking a draw. You said I hope for a draw. I heard you. Those were your words. No one's offering me it. You said I hope for a 2-2 draw. Those were your words. Well, I hope we don't get stuffed. Well, neither do I, but I hope we win. Well, what do you predict, though? Like you say, I I just hope we don't get absolutely turned over. At the start of the season, I think I've said I had a, a few good hidings this season. And then other than that, we'll hold us own and be all right. And I earmarked Liverpool away as a bit of a hiding. I think the crowd not being there might help us. I think the occasion won't be as big without a crowd. Marcelo said that actually. Worth noting, Marcelo's officially signed for another season and he did say it's not Anfield. It's just a stadium with no fans. Cheers, Marcelo. So, on that basis, I'm going to go for a smash and grab 2-0 Leeds United. Shut up. Yeah. I'm excited now the game's turned up. That would be unbelievable. I can't, I can't see, I really want to see it happening but I can't see it happening, Andy. In homage to our good New striker, Rodrigo. I'm drinking Estrella Dam today in homage to him. And maybe that's making me think 2-0. I'm going with that. James, what are you thinking? It's going to be really tough, isn't it? The thing is, is Leeds will play like, like they do and the Premier League suits them. But the Premier League is a much faster pace in terms of the ball being moved. And, and it makes it harder for you to, to get the ball, you know, in, in a high-pressing manner that we that we play in. You just said you don't watch Premier League football for a bit. Well, I don't really, but but you know that by default, that that's the way it is. From the games I have watched, I don't watch it week in, week out, but the games I have watched, especially Liverpool, they play a very quick passing game, and that's what that's what worries me. I think we'll get some some chances, and we but we just need to take them. That's always the same thing with us. If we, if we can, and if we do, I think... Two all. So That's my prediction I'm going to go for. But I would love a win. I'd love us to sneak a win, but I just can't imagine it. The one that scares me is the lack of Cooper now. Captain Cooper's been fantastic. Well, League, that, League One Liam, behave. Premier League Liam. Well, that's the thing, isn't it? We've we've lost a leader on the pitch. Basically got two people that have never played with one another before. Until you're, Tuesday. You're if saying Strike's like... never played with his cock before. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we do our final word, I've set up a little treat for our listeners. Oh, have you? I have. Oh, go on then. If they want to head over to shop.leavesthat.com. Can you say that in a Scouse accent? Shop.leavesthat.com. We're offering 10% off t-shirt. To celebrate the new season and a wide range of new products available at leavesthat.com, please go and have a look. We've worked with some fantastic artists and they've uh, provided designs for a wide range of beautiful t-shirts. Can you say be out? No, let's, not, let's stop this joke. Head to shop.leavesthat.com, pop your t-shirts into your... Uh, basket and at the checkout enter code new season 10 for 10 percent off your t-shirts that's catchy that who came up with that some genius paolo promotion available till midnight on friday the 18th right we need to get a wriggle on it's about to start what's your word then paul my word is excited because despite the fact that we're not able to be there to see them playing the beautiful new away shirt potentially i think that it's a wonderful occasion you can probably tell through the tone throughout this podcast that we're just utterly giddy, hyperactive, and hopefully when we bring the second half of the podcast, we will still have an air of positivity around it. Andy? My word's grateful. I'm grateful that we're back in the Premier League. I'm grateful to Bielsa for sticking with us, seeing the project through, and I'm grateful for Uncle Dave coming here to help look after kids so the social don't take them. I'll have a beer watching Leeds. Dominate Liverpool. My word is actually inspired by you because the other week you said, don't want to get pumped. One, don't want to get pumped by Liverpool because it could quite easily happen. Two, I couldn't find my pump. You asked me to bring a pump to pump up your football, the Leeds United memorabilia football that's in your man cave. 
I couldn't find it. Sorry, mate. It's good football, isn't it? Three. I'm absolutely pumped for this. This is it's monumental. Like 2004, it's like, was it like 6,000 days ago since we last played in the Premier League? But yeah, it's been a long, long time and yeah, really, really looking forward to it. Just hope we play well. That's all I want out of this game. Bold prediction, strike, man of the match. Let's go. See you after this. Right, we're back after Leeds... Last gap. Gasp. That's what I wanted to say. I'm just a bit... Who would have thought we'd be this deflated after a 4-3 defeat? Because I don't know about you boys, but I was hoping we could nick a win. But losing 4-3 now feels devastating, especially in the fashion it's happened with one very dodgy pen right at the start of the game from our new centre-half. And one from our new record signing, it was a pen. Let's let's not beat it around the bush. But it was sloppy. But on paper, you're always going to look back and see that Cock and Rodrigo gave pens away. And that's 50 million quid. Is that how you're looking at it? It's not how I'm looking at it, but it's how people will on history. If we, if we go belly up now. I'll be completely honest with you. I'm at, we, we said I didn't want to get embarrassed we didn't want to turn up you didn't want to get pumped you didn't want to get pummeled and we've gone toe to toe with the champions of the division above us in the first fixture when not everyone's fit and we've not had our captain playing and we've come within four minutes of a deserved draw and i hope all the papers say liverpool scrape past leads because all victory all victory yeah exactly and and the papers will reflect that but that's why it hurts it doesn't need to hurt though it's It's a leads that moment it's not. It's like it, we just need to be focusing on the positives. There's so much, and that's what Marcelo. Do. Yes, he hates to lose, but we're going to go for it because we've noted them. There are so many positives to take from that game. The things that we we learnt harsh lessons. There is no better time to learn harsh lessons than on day one in the hardest game you, on paper that you're going to have all season. This is the best time to do that. And you stand up tall. But it still sucks that in the 88th minute, was it? I think you, not even often, always learn more in defeat than you do in victory. And today, they're going to take, so obviously they wanted to draw, they wanted to win. But sometimes when you get that, this is how we have to look at it because we have lost. But you you look at it, you learn the, the points from it. If we'd have drawn and lost... You then start saying, oh, the rest on the laurels. If they draw this game, maybe they draw at Fulham. If we lose here and beat Fulham, that's better than a point apiece. And that's all we've got on the table at the moment. You're right. We, we went toe-to-toe with the current champions of England. Let's look back through it. So we've conceded penalty after four minutes. Was it a pen? I, I don't think it was a penalty. I think for starters, it came off his knee and onto his hand. Um, so, no. I, don't, it, it wasn't I would have hoped that that's what VAR's there to... Like I know that... Bounced off cock onto his hand. And it's not a clear and obvious error, but it is an error. If it's hit his knee and then hit his hand, the rules are. So, you know, chalk it off. Chalk it off. Three all. Well, yeah. Do you know what? I fully agree. And do you know what's really winding me up? Is I've, I've always kind of watched on with gleeful eyes looking at what the Premier League is and how it all goes. But we're looking on and the coverage is... It's not clinical. It's not following 
what it should be. Carragher is a very, very notoriously good player in the Premier League. However, his knowledge of what we've done and how we approach proceedings is poor. Would you agree? I do agree. I think there were times, and I think I'll defer to James for this because Carragher was winding you up. He was winding me up. I can't remember specifically what it was, but it was just the fact that he was making wrong points about I both I remember teams. exactly what it was. On, it's not even being biased though, is it? It's, it's just being wrong. It's when Cox gone out to the halfway line to pick up Marnie. Yeah, that's right. I think he followed Marnie out because he's been instructed to, to obviously man-mark him. That's something that Klopp said in the Liverpool programme was Leeds are exceptional at man-marking and then they always have one man over. So it's just sort of ignorance to sort of say, well, why is he running into that position? He's running into that position because he's been told to by his coach. I think Cock had a very good debut and that's probably going to get hammered by people listening. But the penalty is not a penalty. The only thing he did wrong was probably not man-mark, arguably one of the best players in the world at attacking corners properly. Yeah, he's made a mistake on that. Agreed? Agreed. The other thing as well is that if it was a draw, pundits and everyone would be pointing a finger at um, Van Dyke for having a poor game and, you know, giving away. I think they still will. I think all those faults in Liverpool's game ought to and will still be picked up. That wasn't a convincing victory. They didn't play exceptionally well attackingly. They've had two penalties, uh, a headed goal when it's been unmarked. Oh, and then a worldie. He's pinged it in the top corner, which so that is great, obviously. Strike could not have had it anywhere else. Ah, and it, Melier, nah. Melier couldn't have got anywhere near it. Melier tried his damnedest, didn't he? Yeah, it? but Sooner said, what, he needs to head it back where it's come from. What do you think you're going to gain from heading it there? You're never going to, heading it backwards, you're never going to get it out of the box, so. Well, on, on that as well then, if, if you're going to go that far, I'd have said that Melier probably could have tried to push Van Dijk's second, like, the second goal over the bar. I mean, flipping heck, look at the bloody AK-47, it's so powerful. It should be more of a compliment to Salah in the fact that he sits there waiting for the second ball because he's a small player. He can't, he's, mm. you know, he's not going to win a header with Stroik, is he? So what is he going to do? He's going to sit off and wait for it to come to him yeah, and then the smash it the goal. isn't it? And the thing that people aren't really understanding here, I say people, I'm <laughs> presupposing, is that Cooper, our captain, our championship winning captain and centre-half has not played. Stroik and Cock have had, what, two trading sessions, tops? Yeah, I mean, the timing, and to, this is true to, for To both. go against the Premier League champions and arguably the, the best team in Europe, if not the world. For both sides, there's been players away on international duty. They've come back. They haven't had much preparation for the game. But whilst I've watched the international games and thought, these look like poor pre-season friendlies and pundits have said that and said, oh, it looks like a, a warm-up match. That game looked like a well-into-the-season toe-to-toe. Ding-dong. Absolute ding-dong. It was murder ball versus heavy metal football, wasn't it? And do you know what? I think murder ball won. Because if you look at the, the average cost at squads and you look at the coaches, Leeds won that. One of the areas that we uh, statistically didn't do as well, in despite having more possession, we'd won the ball several times... We, we lost the ball a lot of times in our first third, in the defensive third. And I think the pressure that Liverpool put teams under, you're not going to face that every week. There's not every team plays like that or sets up like that for a start. Everything that Liverpool did well in that game, I think, obviously, things that the championship teams that we played last year 
don't do or they do but they don't do it for 90 minutes and consistently and i know i'm harping on about but it's lessons learned so many like harsh harsh lessons learned but it's the right time to learn them do you want some arrogance slash confidence like some some confidence learned from arrogance i think if we play like that most of the season we will finish very well i think we have given the best team in england a very, very good game, and I think they're scared of us. I think we've exploited their weaknesses. I think we have shown our qualities, and I think we've we've shown that tactically we will outclass your vulnerabilities. Someone said to me the other week that Alexander Arnold's one of the best fullbacks at attacking. Defending is awful, and Jackie Harrison absolutely embarrassed him today. One of the stats from the first half was that Trent Alexander Arnold in his entire Premier League career has only ever been taken on four times in one match. Really? Yeah. And Harrison in the first half alone had taken him on like three times. So And he, he casually, he nearly ended his career. <laughs> but the thing for me, and I said it during the game, is that Harrison had such a good performance. He, You know, like season upon season, when he'd come into the first game, you've seen him go up a level and he looked like he's gone up a notch today and he played and I know, you know, some people will disagree. I don't care, but he played to an international standard today. He was absolutely fantastic. Agreed. Agreed. I, I can't think of anyone playing on the left-hand side. If you've got England performance against Denmark, the night where everyone said Calvin Phillips was poor because he played in a position with another one slash two players in his position. Harrison played better than anybody on the left-hand side of attack. It, it is funny, and you, you talk about your prep and other bits. When Harrison's goal was outstanding. And the second scales. Outstanding. It's like Jamie Carragher's here, yeah. talking absolute BS. But, but Jamie Carragher, when you talk about your prep, he was like, his first touch, his first touch. We like If he'd watched Anything of Jack Harrison before, he would know that that is his literally his number one attribute. Anybody would say his first touch is his best attribute because he's so good. And now he's developed, seems to be developed other aspects of his game. It was, I think, probably his best performance in a lead shirt. I don't, I don't want to get carried away by one game that we've actually lost 4-3. No, get carried away. It was brilliant. <laughs> Do you know what? It was, you know what? it was the best loss I've ever had. Anybody who was calling out saying, can this league side hack it? Stroik was unbelievable. Ailing was sensational. Phillips is the best English defensive midfielder kicking about in the modern game. Come at me. Bamford probably should have scored his first chance. We're circling around points, but one thing I was going to say is that on the stats, we had less shots. I think it was like five or six throughout the whole game and Liverpool had 20-odd, didn't they? Something like that. Time upon time, we've been criticised for not taking our chances, not finishing. And Carragher and Tyler were doing the same to Bamford before that second uh, shot on goal. And I was so pleased for Bamford that that went in. He He really deserved it. Delighted, delighted, but... If he got that first. But that's that's football, isn't it? You know, you could say the same about Salah could have buried a chance. Firmino could have buried a chance. That's football. So one of the things Martin Tyler was saying was about whether or not they had sustained periods of possession. Because I, I feel that we were harshly done by... I, I don't think the goal was coming. I think it's it's a mistake. We've defended resolutely in that second half. Um, but one of the things that um, Graham Sooners said after the game, which can't be fully fact-checked at the moment that Liverpool had never had less possession at Anfield than the other team before. 
So Ever in the Premier League. That's what he's saying. Oh, under Klopp. Great caveat. <laughs> that's yeah, still good though it's a big thing yeah they're the champions of Europe two seasons ago and they won the Premier League last year that's a massive achievement it's not like they're you know they're on a downward trend is it I think Click embarrassed Wijnaldum I think Ailing was better than Trent Alexander-Arnold well you've said a lot of players have played well like you've, you've said Struik and you've said Cox had a good game Cox and, had a great game he's going to get hammered though yeah, oh he completely did and I, I hope he doesn't get hammered you know lessons learned like we've said but the other thing as well is going back to what Paul said about them them being poor in attack were we just good at defending is that is that the thing you know like as a team we defended very very well we've not defended the best that we have ever seen because we've been against championship opposition and we've been against championship opposition in the past but we're playing against Liverpool the champions of the Premier League and I think the gulf of what would be perceived class is significant and I think they performed very, very well. See, I walked into here a bit deflated. We all did because of the nature of the defeat. Do you know why I did? You broke my sofa. Ah, no, no, no. Full story. We equalised. Great goal. I wanted a fist bump. Andy wanted a bit more contact. Paul thinks... I'm very COVID secure. Andy jumped on me, which may or may not be part of the regulations. Put me through the sofa. Any WWF fans or WWE, as it's known now, it was basically like a, it was, it was like a body slam through the commentary desk. It was a spear. He speared me straight to hell. And you know what? I'd do it again. So you're only gutted because it was fine to have a broken sofa when you've drawn at Anfield, but when you've <laughs> when you've uh, lost in the last minute, it's not that fine. How come we can't concede a piss poor penalty in part two of the game? To concede, oh, it's just so frustrating. Do you know what, though? I'm really, really proud of Leeds. If I am Andrea Rabizani wearing my Adidas face mask upside down, do you know what I'm doing right now, James? What's that? I am going, this team will be a breath away from a mid-table to Europa League finish if I put some cash in and sign Rodrigo de Paul. Well, again, it's one of those things where you, you go out, you draw, you win. The owner's thinking, you don't know, does it affect his mentality? I think all he'd go now is one more attacking midfielder, pull the strings, one more solid defender. And do you know what? That solid defender for me could be Berardi, if Berardi can gain fitness. Like He's getting a new contract today. When's he saying that? Been updated. Yeah, point. Uh, Man City had more possession than them last season. So soon as was just... Like filling our pod full of lies. Well, Sinus is well, bang average, isn't it? What's he ever done? Um, the the problem I've got is these Sky commentators who just have not done their research. We don't do our research. Paul does. I do loads of research, and I think Sky. Hello, Kojo. Love you. Does yeah, well. I meant ref was piss poor as well. By the way, because if he'd gone, might be a pen rather than direct pen. It wouldn't have been a pen. It'd have been nil nil. Obviously, then the. The game was completely different. Yeah, totally. Set the tone, didn't it? Oh, yeah, because we were pumped, weren't we? And then you got to the fourth minute, conceded a goal, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, God, here we go. Is this the start of it? Start of it all cascading. But, you know, we came back into it. We drew with Liverpool three times in that match. Hayden has sent us a message. Let's have a listen. Wow. Well, that's let him know that we're back. Um, two penalties to beat us ultimately. Uh, a bit like playing at Old Trafford, I guess. You know, penalties are you there and everywhere else. First one, never in a million miles. Second one, obviously, was. Um, yeah, I think 
I think we did really, really well. I think, you know, we're entertaining. We know we are. We've put up a really, really good fight. Two centre-backs that have never, ever played together. Um, even only had three days together, I guess. So, uh, yeah, the future is very, very bright for us, I think. Um, I'm sounding a little bit despondent because of the way that we lost in the end, you know, and uh, I never thought I'd be I'd be like this, Liverpool away in the first game. I was expecting perhaps a little bit of a drubbing, but hoping that we could hold our heads up high. And I think the lads have. I think they've really done us proud and uh, I can't wait for the next game. Cheers. H, H has killed that there. He's, well, abs- he's absolutely touched whatever we want to say. Is that them two lads have had three days tops together. Strike has played three starting game for Leeds as a defensive mid. Never came on, never started as a centre half, has he? Well, this is what I'm going to say. He's, he's essentially, to use Andy's phrase, has our, had our pants down, Hayden, has there, because he's summarised the second half of the podcast in a 20 second clip. Yeah, he's done it way more succinct than we have. And I agree with him. I, I, I think we now have gone, do you know what? Have a look at us. Come take us on. See how you go. All the very best. This is Leeds being aggressive, quality and angry and saying, come on, try me. Man of the match for me, I would go with Jack Harrison. Yeah, he was just phenomenal. I thought his first touch was exactly what it's been the last couple of seasons, but he sharpened up on the second part of his game, which we've always, you know, questioned before, which is the decisiveness. But every time, but every time he was decisive today, and uh, yeah, I think there's a lot to come from him this season, and uh, I'm I'm excited to be honest. I'm really excited. My man of the match goes to Michael Oliver. Yeah, for them for that penalty decision. Yeah, I I think he's decided the game. I think Leeds have shown toe to toe. We're great. If it's a Leeds player. It's hard not to go with Jack Harrison, but I think Luke Aylin had a fantastic game. He, he's had a lot of people doubting that he could do it at this level, and he's just gone, do you know what? I won two, one, do one. I'm ready. I can attack you. I can defend. And anyone comes at me, I'll sort you. <laughs> he's done so well, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he was so good against Mane early on in the game, wasn't he? He made Mane look like meh. Meh. And do you know what? Robin Cock gets a big shout from me. Robin Cock didn't do anything wrong, really. The the first penalty is not a penalty. He probably could have marked Van Dyke better, but he's going against one of the best attacking defenders in the world at set-piece. Other than that, he showed great pace, great time on the ball, great awareness on the ball. It, we're losing 3-2 and he's chipping it over Salah. Not bothered. Played very well, showed great composure. The journey Luke Ayling's come on. The journey you've come on to say man of the match. I'm not sure if he's picked one. <laughs> Luke Ayling. Then I said cock might be all right. Just because you want to go home, I'm sat in my home, I'm all right. Exactly. I, I have to agree with James. Why? Because that was my choice as well. So I'm going to stick with it. <laughs> I thought you were the anchor, or should I say? When they were lining up in the tunnel beforehand, I couldn't tell whether or not... You saw Pablo with his hands on his hips... I couldn't tell whether it was steely determination to go out and to, you know, to dominate or whether they were terrified because at the game where we were closest to this previously in the playoff final against Watford, it looked like they, obviously it's a different team, but when you look at teams and you're trying to gauge where they're at, 
And then to come out and concede a penalty that you know wasn't a penalty within four minutes. Never. Other teams could have folded. And the character we showed to come out, equalise three times and be within minutes of a point or more. And uh, I think Jack Harrison, who last summer went away to go to America to do some work on his mental health and his and the psycholo- psychological side of things. And he's come out and he's played, for me, game of his life. I'm just over the moon. I'm so, so, so proud. It was brilliant. So that brings us to our final word. Andy, do you have a word? Proud. Proud. Really proud. I think Leeds played very, very well tonight. We've shown that you can go at a team with a solid mentality that you are one rather than 11 individuals and still play well. Look at the players we've taken out there. Apart from Cock, some of those, the rest of them 10 players have been misfits and we've done well. Pablo Hernandez should should not have come to Leeds and got promoted and guided us to the Premier League and then got this close to making us do well on first day against the champions, should he? James, what's your word? I can't summarise it in one word. It's impossible, but... I just, all the emotions I feel are very, like Andy, I'm just proud of, of, of what we achieved today. I know we didn't get a point, but the last thing you'd want to see is a, a performance like Norwich gave against um, Liverpool on the opening day of last season. Was it 4-0, was it? 3 or 4-0 at Anfield. and Set the tone, didn't it? It did set the tone and, and you know, Leeds did the complete opposite of that today. And they didn't sit back and just let Liverpool play the game. You know, they, they did the classic you know, of Bielsa, which is just go for it, play, play how you want to play and, and go for it. And, and you can't ask for more as a fan, like you cannot ask for more than that. Like you want to see your manager impose the style of football that you've absolutely loved over the last two seasons against the champions in the Premier League. And, you know, you see, you can't be anything but proud. And it can't be forgotten once again, sorry, Paul, before your word, that strike and cock, had three days together, tops. Exactly. Strike, who's had how many first team appearances starting? Anybody? Three or four, is it? Yeah, in a, in a top flight. That was his first and a starting match in the Premier League. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. crazy. And I, I know Cox had plenty as an international player, but crikey, what a performance by those two young men. And I'm going to finish off with a, a controversial one. Grinners. Because normally, Andy, winners are grinners. Correct. And despite the fact that we came on the wrong side of the score sheet today, I've just been grinning for the last few minutes, listening to the positives of this. I know I walked in a bit deflated because it was so soon after what happened. But you know what? It was brilliant. And we're back. We really are back. And I think you still will watch Match of the Day and enjoy it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're just going to spend the week buzzing and looking for every tidbit of news before the Fulham game. Cannot wait for Fulham. Then cannot wait for Sheffield United. That brings us to a close. We will be back with you next week for the home game against Fulham. Sad that we're not going to be there, but, you know, maybe in the near future. Fingers crossed. Just a reminder that for this week, you've got a chance to get some uh, top-notch merch. Who says top-notch these days? It's the sort of thing you'd say, to be fair, Andy. Valid. It's pretty top-notch merch, isn't it? Shop.leaves.com. Enter the discount code NEWSEASON10 to get 10% off T-shirts. Catch you that. I know. Like, my creativity probably extends to that. 
Bueno. People will be trying all sorts of codes out, won't they? New season 20, new season 30. They don't exist, it's just new season 10. It's just that one. Or Bueno. It's not Bueno. Bueno gets you nothing. Anyways. <laughs> no one's going to know what to type in now. <laughs> if you spell Bueno, you get like a free t-shirt. Listen, we'll, no, put you it, we'll put it on social. Enjoy your week. Speak to you next time. Playing out. We're going to have Opera North again. Uh, enjoy it. And as Paul said, we'll see you soon. Network.